0: Now, I don't mean evil deeds and nasty things, more like the ability to work, the the ability to work out effortlessly, to confront others, maybe to present to large groups of people. You can think about what you should be doing and insert it in the list. Because face it, anybody can do the things that we've talked about. Anybody can study or work out, confront others. But often it's just a white-knuckled, uncomfortable, pushing-yourself, exhausting approach. So, what's the answer? The first thing, short-term, it's exactly what I described. It's using that pushing-yourself, white-knuckled, just using your willpower. And the easiest way to get there, and this is all short-term, is simply making sure that the key issue is put on a time constraint. And so this could be in terms of maybe having 10 seconds or so of strength or courage to to stand up, to approach, to present, do anything. The first initial stage for something that's really important is often the hardest, but the rest naturally follows and you've all been there. Anytime you've had to actually stand up or confront someone or do something that's incredibly hard, you know it's just that beginning. And once you've started, well, things generally fall into place. So again, I said this is a short-term approach to it. Now, it is limited because it's just short-term. And in order to do other activities that require delayed gratification, then we must address long-term issues. In doing so, the long-term categories have two different components. The first one is the hardcore component, the David Goggins approach, the callous mind, where you realize that pain can't actually stop or break you. And by training yourself to feel that pain and go through, you kind of develop a callous upon your mind. And when you finish, you reflect on it. And you say, hey, I can do this. You use that metacognition and think about your thoughts. And then next time you go to the activity, it's like, well, I just went to the gym and I just did 150 kilos or whatever you're doing. I think I can do it again because I've done it several times. I've done it for multiple reps. And then you can bring that out and that just becomes a part of you. The second component is adaptation. Now, we all know the saying that if you really love your work, then you end up never working at all because, in a sense, all you're doing is something that you like to do, something that you love. And work is all about doing something you don't like. So it just is that paradigm shift that if you enjoy it, then it's not work anymore. So if we can make it so that we do things because we love it, then it no longer becomes a chore, it no longer becomes work. And it becomes something that we can do long-term and really succeed with. To do this, then we're going to have to examine the concepts of either payoff or process. Now, it, it very much depends on your personality, which approach you'd like. And you can be creative and possibly even learn how to combine the two, even though at face level they're a bit of a dichotomy. The first one is the payoff. Now, in addiction, we use the payoff concept, and we've done a whole episode in the back catalogue where we talk about addiction. This is where we focus on the adrenaline rush that is prior to the payoff, whatever it is. And if we focus on the payoff that you get from achieving your long-term goal, then you can mimic a sustained chemical release which acts more like fulfilment than addiction And then if you really want to amp it up, you can top it off by adding some sort of reward that you associate with the activity. You can habitualize it and then you can see the results. So an example of this would be, say, working out. If you hate working out, if you can see how good it would feel from working out and and how you feel at the end of the workouts and how you'd feel like after six months if you achieve your goals, then you can really start to feel better about working out in general and then at the end of each workout you might say well after this i'll i'll get myself a hot shower and i'll get to watch my favorite show or whatever you it becomes associated with activity and eventually it just becomes a part of your life something that's routine and enjoyable and it also gives amazing results so that's the payoff concept the process concept is more about being present Not outcome-focused, but more like in the moment. It's focusing kind of on your trajectory while you're in the moment. And then once you really get there, once you're present, knowing that it's leading to a good path, you start to enjoy it. It becomes something that's just so natural and fulfilling. And you start to achieve your outcomes and goals long-term while also enjoying it and as i said at the start if you love what you do then it's never work so find out what speaks to you more the payoff or the process concept now there's other tips that you'd hear at generic things about how to help along the way and you know they all help things like maybe incorporate things like music getting adequate sleep a good diet making sure that you're exercising regardless of whatever the goal is having a balanced lifestyle having things to look forward to, all of these things are important. If you just stack them up, you'll stack things into your favor. So that's the way in which you can make long-term changes and short-term changes with willpower. So in summary, the short-term approach is amazing because you see instant results and this has massive utility because so much of we do, we need that little short burst. So try that out see how it works for you. But then for the other things that require delayed gratification, then you can focus on the long-term aspects that we've discussed before, particularly paying attention to the payoff and process concepts. And if you're more interested in the delayed gratification, again, in the back catalogue, we've done a whole episodes in the physics episode where we talk about delayed gratification. And we also have an episode on Addiction in the back catalogue, as I mentioned before, if you're interested in that topic as well. So finally, just make sure that what you're chasing is important to you and make sure that it's really important to you. And the way to do that is to look at your future and look at how it would feel if you didn't really reach out right now And start achieving what you're looking at getting. Say for example. It's about working out. Saving for your future. Writing a book. Whatever it is. If you didn't do it. Just imagine how it would look in six months. Maybe a bit of frustration. After a year. And realizing all that potential has gone. After ten years. And just intensifying it. Maybe at the end of your life. Just looking back and you see nothing but regrets. All of that. Just. Make it bigger and bigger until you realize that's just a non-tenable position. The best thing about it is you can come back to right now where you have the potential and look at the contrast. Look at what would happen if you did put yourself out there, about how amazing it would feel, how when you've achieved your goals then you could start to build upon those and upon those and upon those and go on further and further into the future. Until when you look back at the end of your life, you just become overwhelmed and you think, whoa, I didn't even think that was possible. Now you know which trajectory you need to follow. Just use this episode to help you with some tips to get there on the short and long-term trajectory, but make sure you choose a path. So choose your path and follow through.